Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. Uh, December corn futures are up three and a half at 4.05 and a half. November soybeans up three and three quarters at 10.53 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat up eight and three quarters at 6.34. December Kansas City wheat up seven at 5.65 and three quarters. December spring wheat up eight and a quarter at 5.68. Fund traders remain heavily long. The grain complex, CFTC, had their commitment of traders report out on Friday. Um, In the week ending last Tuesday, the funds did add length in both the corn market and the SRW wheat market. Uh, They were light sellers of soybeans. So at Friday's close, private groups estimating that funds were net long 196,000 contracts of corn. That would be the largest net long in the corn market for the funds since May of 2018. Funds were estimated to be net long 229,000 contracts at Friday's close in the soybean market. Um, That would be, you know, they've peeled some of this back. I I think that the estimate at its peak for fund length in the soybean market was about 270,000. So they've backed that off a little bit. Funds were estimated to be net long 69,000 contracts of SRW wheat. This is essentially, if, if confirmed, the second largest uh, net long for the funds on record in the SRW wheat market. The only time they, they held a larger net long was in August 2012, so really into some extreme territory in that SRW wheat market. Brazil will temporarily suspend corn and soybean import tariffs. The government, uh, the Brazilian government typically will tax imports of uh, corn, soybeans, meal, oil from any country outside of, of this group included in their trade agreement, which includes Argentina, Paraguay, Uruguay, and Venezuela. They're going to lift tariffs, it looks like, from all destinations until early 2021, which kind of coincides with with their harvest season there. Uh, they've got record high food prices in Brazil, and this is an attempt to try to contain them. Uh, does this mean that Brazil is going to import a whole bunch of corn or soybeans from the U.S.? Uh, probably not. It, it probably just opens the door to a little bit to get them through to that harvest window. Chinese pork, uh, Chinese pork output rose 18% in the third quarter versus the same period last year. This was the first quarter since uh, the third quarter of 2018 that resulted in a year-over-year increase. Of course, they've had this African swine fever issue, which really decimated the hog herd during the last couple of years. We're finally starting to see some larger numbers in regard to uh, both live animals and, and pork output. So uh, things improving a little bit, and that's that's really a good thing for soybean demand, um, as you could tell by these sales here recently. Looking at the weather, uh, we did have some rains over the weekend, and we have a system this morning that's pushing across. Uh, it's just leaving uh, kind of the eastern part of Illinois, moving across Indiana into Ohio. Now, looking at the maps here over the next couple of weeks, there's going to be some rain that returns to the Corn Belt. It's going to be like you know southern Missouri, southern Illinois, a lot of Indiana, a lot of Ohio. Um, you're going to see a little bit of eastern Oklahoma get some rain. Uh, western Oklahoma still high and dry. Same thing with the Texas Panhandle, same thing with most of Kansas, Colorado, Nebraska, Northern Plains as well. So a lot of these areas that have been kind of stuck in this drought situation for a long time now in the West, uh, really very, very little relief in sight there. Really just not a whole lot uh, being seen at all. November grain options expire on Friday. Be sure sure to examine uh, any remaining open positions there. That is a big option expiration, of course. Corn market's acting very well. Uh, spot month corn futures above $4, up to four oh five. here. We're just shy of that $4 mark in the D21 market. Uh, traded as high as three ninety eight overnight. 
Funds are building aggressive length in this corn market, despite what appears to be a very comfortable supply and demand situation here in the United States. So I don't know what's going on. I, I don't necessarily know that this is driven by just the, the carryout projections or the stocks to use ratios here in the U.S. I think part of it has to do with um, the idea that that farmers are selling soybeans very aggressively. And, and I think the market is trying to buy some corn from the farmer right now, and it's probably succeeding in that. The other issue that some people would argue would be this this situation in China. Uh, corn stocks in China have diminished drastically. Corn futures uh, in China traded fresh six-year highs overnight. Uh, we know that China had production issues each of the last two years. USDA estimated at the end of, of the old crop marketing year that China held 66% of all global corn stocks. And there are people out there certainly who believe that these numbers are flawed and that China is uh, really much, much tighter in terms of their domestic supply and demand, and that this could be a factor that may not only be driving prices in China, but also prices uh, here in the U.S. and prices globally. It's certainly something to consider. Um, I don't know if I'm going to jump on the bandwagon and say that USDA is off by an enormous margin in regard to the, the China situation, but it is something to consider, uh, certainly as the market rallies here at an odd time of year. Soybean market's been kind of sluggish, actually, relative to uh, corn and relative to wheat here the last several sessions. Fund traders, again, have backed off slightly in regard to their bullish stance there. Brazil's caught some rain. They've got a little bit more rain in the forecast. Um, the big soybean planting window in Brazil is really just beginning. It runs kind of through mid to, to late November. Uh, the U.S. government, Brazilian government, just about every private analyst continues to project a record Brazilian bean crop. Uh, China continues to buy U.S. soybeans and... Um, I think barring barring a real major South American weather issue, these purchases of U.S. soybeans uh, are going to stop probably before the end of the year would be my guess. Despite the trade deal and all of the talk and all of the buzz surrounding the trade deal, I don't know that China has yet to buy any U.S. commodity that's not competitive. I think they're only buying U.S. products uh, when they're the cheapest on the export market and when we have the, the available supplies to fulfill their needs. Um, if you have an example of China uh, uh, buying something from the U.S. that's that's overpriced when, when they could have bought it uh, somewhere else cheaper, uh, certainly let me know. But to, to my knowledge, I mean, they're still low price buyers. Uh, the wheat market's been incredibly impressive. SRW futures, uh, best trade in six years overnight. SRW or HRW futures, rather, uh, best trade since August of 2018. The spring wheat market, best trade since uh, June of 2019. You've got global supply concerns here. Uh, dryness in the U.S. plains continues to build. No relief in sight there. Um, some key areas of Russia and Ukraine also uh, dry. Large speculators piling into the long side of the market. Um, now, you look at the big picture here in wheat. USDA is projecting the largest global stocks to use ratio since at least 1990, and it's got to be longer than that, at a whopping 42%. So you would think that even with some production issues, we've got um, still certainly a nice cushion here. But uh, this is this is a crop scare event, and it's, it's more than one country. And that's typically what it takes for a big rally in this wheat market. Um, Cattle market, uh, we just traded cash cattle at 108 last week, I think caught the majority of it. It's It's been kind of soft here. The feeder cattle market's been really soft. Well, out of these deferred contracts in the 120s here, your Jan 21, March 21. Stock market's higher ahead of the cash open. The Dow is up uh, about 190 points. S&P's up 27. The bonds are sharply lower. U.S. dollar is sharply lower, which could be helping uh, some of these grain contracts. The uh, crude oil is down about 8 cents. Gold's up 10 bucks. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www 
www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically I'm pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, uh, certainly check out that subscription service. It's 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it at any time. There's no obligation. There's no additional fee, um, nothing like that. It's it's an advisory service. I tell you what I'm doing, basically, and it's it's via an email that goes out every day at 630 Central Time and also a text message service. Um, so certainly check that out. Everyone have a great week. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.